0: All right, I'm not gonna talk too long. Um, I've said that before, but I I just wanna um, (laughs) welcome everyone again and I'm so glad to see all of you here. And uh, uh, I wish it were a little warmer, a little cozier. Um, I am gonna just say a few things about the third and fourth beatitude. We're like talking about the beatitudes, which um, uh, is, last time Tim and I talked about it, I, because beatitude is not a word that like we use that, that may, means anything to us anymore, I was talking about how it might be better to think of them as, um, we were talking about like words, and beatitude really means uh, uh, a supreme state of joy or, or bliss. Um, uh, people talk about uh, beatitude as the vision of God, sort of like, when you finally are seeing God face to face and the idea is that you can't do this fully in this life, but that it's this, this kind of um, this bliss, this joy that, uh, that uh, you can't, that doesn't end. Um, so it's not this sort of like conferring of special uh, religious favor or value, like blessed are the poor, like, oh, the poor are noble in their suffering. It's more like Jesus was trying to say I'm bringing something to you that could bring you joy. I'm bringing something to you that could change your life, not just make you feel like there's some dignity and nobility in your misery, which is how I think I've always heard it, like, oh, blessed are the nice, the downtrodden. So this week, um, the, the ones I was thinking about, the next ones down are blessed are the meek um, and blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So blessed again, not like oh the meek are so cute and um, and uh, noble, but um, I'm bringing something uh, that shows you how meekness in your meekness you can find joy, in your in your um, uh, gentleness, and then also in your, but also in this like hungering, this thirsting for. Um, righteousness or, or, I think a better way to understand righteousness is some, some kind of like fullness, um, uh, deep goodness, not just like right behavior. Um, so I've got a couple like scattered uh, observations because it seems to me that these two things are deeply in contradiction with one another um, in a certain way of looking at it. At least that, like when I looked at it at first, like. Um, meekness, a kind of like, um, you know, meek, I think of like, oh yes, um, turn the other cheek, uh, not sort of asserting or, or letting yourself want what you really want. Um, and that's sort of a caricature of a lot of like Christian goodness. Um, and then this hunger, hungering, when I think of hungering and thirsting, I think of um, uh, someone who is not meek, someone who is like, maybe not getting what they want, but they're, They're like not being quiet about it, even if only to themselves. They're 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 feeling the lack of what they don't have. So, I thought maybe a good illustration for this would be to think about um, Bernie and Hillary, (laughs) (laughs) Um, or at least how I feel when I'm watching Bernie and Hillary. Um, Not that Hillary. Hillary. (laughs) Was that? (laughs) Well, so so. This is, so not, so maybe not that, not don't think so much about like who like their personalities, but thinking maybe about like our relationship to their sort of way of doing politics. Um, when I when I hear Bernie speak, I get that old thing I used to have more of, which is this like hungering and thirsting for like what if the world really were different? What if what if there really were you no know, poor people or what if there really were like, more of an equal playing field in this country. Like this old, this like hunger I used to have um, gets kind of activated, I feel it. I'm like, oh, yeah! And I get a little pumped up. Um, But I also get this, you know, the the problem if you feel that a little bit is you you can like remember the reason why you don't feel that as often maybe because it seems so impossible, right? You kind of, it's easier to kind of turn that, turn that hunger down a little. And and Hillary, you know, she's. I'm not saying Hillary, I Like I have a lot of respect for Hillary. Um, my dad. I. I um, dad's a big fan of Hillary. <laughs> but uh, I. I think I think of her as a kind of more meek sort of political. Kind of calculating in the middle, how to you know how to get it, and, and when I, when I, hear her, um, I don't. Um, I don't feel that same hunger. I don't. I, that's not activated in the same way. The burn, yeah, <laughs> feel the burn. Um, I had, a, I had a, 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 s- a similar feeling when I was watching um, the Super Bowl halftime show, um, this kind of like thinking about these two, two ways of looking at, at the world. Um, when, I'm, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of cold play And I I think of that. I think of well, regardless of their music, I just kind of think of them as sort of also sort of playing to the middle, a kind of um, lukewarm, uh, easy pop. Um, That maybe makes you. I mean, they may have great melodies and stuff, but they're not really like uh, not really pushing pushing much artistically, lyrically. Um, Also, yeah. Anyways, uh, but uh, when Beyonce came out. I don't know if some of you felt this, but uh, I felt like there was like, these fireballs and these black women in like Black Panthers. Like, it was like something a um, little dangerous, but something like uh, very on meek <laughs> was happening in the midst of a, lot of a lot of kind of going with the flow of, of normal things. Um, and I remember feeling excited and kind of like, holy shit, this is happening. Um, and then, you know, she joins, what's his name? Chris Martin on stage and they've seen this kind of we are, we are the world and then believe in love at the end. And kind of like the most meek, the most generic, universal, bland thing you could imagine after this kind of like uh, hungry um, for a different reality, hungry for a different way of being, um, where being black is... Uh, is something good <laughs> it's not it's not something um, to be shoved aside um, and uh, you know in her video i felt the same thing so but then she she stage. it's like beyonce why did you join them on stage like you know it's kind of like does that does that take it away like like why are you why are you going with this meek flow like why don't you burn the whole super bowl down or something you know whatever. Uh, you know, similarly in, in, in her video, you know, it's like it's so empowering. But there's a moment where she's like, "The way we can like fight the powers by getting rich." And and part of me, the old lefty part of me, is like, "That's not the way to change things." Um, anyhow, I um, I was reflecting on this, and I want your guys' help. I, my my thoughts aren't complete, but. I've noticed this thing happened to me when I'm watching Bernie and Hillary debate. Bernie sort of gets my hunger and my thirst up. And then I kind of look to Hillary and I'm like, and by the way, like I don't want to assume everyone here's a democrat. This is just my thing. I'm just I love watching the, de- the Republicans too, but I fucking hate all of them. So that's just <laughs> just to put my cards on on the table, but you can you I don't want to say what you believe. That's just my perspective. And I still I still love you guys. If you're, you are know, Republican, I love you, and I'm glad you're here. But I, we should be honest about you know how we feel. Uh, so when I look at Hillary, um, after that hunger has been activated, sometimes I feel. I think if I if I looking at it the best way, I kind of feel like. I think she would still try hard to do some good. I think she would. I think she would still. Um, those things I care about, those things that I'm, like, hungry again for, I think, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be as big of a meal that I would eat that I would see if she were doing it. Maybe she would take off a a smaller piece, but maybe what she would do um, uh, is still, like, cosmically, um, like, uh, ultimately uh, nourishing and good the little things that she would do. Because that hunger in me has been sort of kindled, I can better see the value of what what could happen even if it weren't a revolution. And I think like, you know, that's when when you you, like these, these two weird beatitudes side by side, like when you think about how we're going, how we're moving through our lives, it's a choice we have a lot of time, right? Like do we kind of go with the flow a little bit. you know, I, I before I was into Christianity, I was in Buddhism. And my the Western sort of interpretation of Buddhism that I got was um, about letting thoughts pass, not attaching too much to desire, um, a sort of equanimity they talk about in the middle. And I don't think Christianity is so interested in that, that nice middle. I think it's like about these um, these moving between these things, moving between, Total acceptance, a total meekness, a total submission to what is given to us, but also, uh, either at other times or in another kind of another axis of yourself, an intense burning hunger, a a thirst at how far we are from where we want to be, how much uh, we wish the world were a more loving place, how much we wish. uh, our, we we ourselves were more loving people, how much we wish um, the world were full of justice. Um, but but to, to sort of feel those two poles, I think if what Jesus is talking about, I think is if we can kind of inhabit them more fully, each one, um, they sort of work together in a beautiful way so that our... Um, our ability, our increasingly better ability, our growing ability to feel how hungry we are, how desperately we wish things, the the kingdom of heaven, the the realm of God were were here already. We weren't waiting for it, Um, um, but at the same time, uh, finding peace, a sort of gentle um, acceptance about the ways that it's already here. the little glimmers that are pointing to it. Um, this is something that I struggle with, with this community, like being as someone who like, has um, a formal role of responsibility. Um, we all do, right? If you're cooking or if you're helping set up or if you're um, uh, on the vision team or helping with any in any capacity that you have that a little bit. But I have this thing where I'm supposed to be thinking about a lot of times. So I can get in a mode where I'm very conscious and very um, worried, or or just uh, ve- like very aware of the ways we're not where I want us to be, um, and uh, not like I wish the people here were like better Christians or something. No, like, not like that. But more like I wish we were. Um, I wish we had a a way of um, being more more uh, more of a light upon the like a city on the hill. Like like how do how do we figure out how to Um, bring the wonderful kind of space we're creating here into the city more, into the world, Um, how to bring more people in, and then how to have the impact out. And um, I can feel sometimes uh, like I'm I'm in that, but I'm not fully in it. Like, I, I sort of get in this worried space rather than this like, Good kind of hungry for justice space or hungry for righteousness space. Similarly, I can kind of vacillate the other way where I'm like just kind of kind of comfy with where we are. Like we've got some, we've got great people here. Like I like what like we're good. Kind of like in in a sense. Like there's like an, uh, and it feels good sometimes to just kind of rest <laughs> on where you are. But I think that I need to go. I think sometimes I feel schizophrenic, like I kind of alternate between those—a kind of anxious worry, on the one hand—that doesn't really do anything, and then a, a kind of like um, happy cow, happy Buddha, kind of like chewing my cud. It's all good. Just you know, you know what I mean. Kind of like doped out. Oh, it's cool. Um, and what I what I think what we need to do is sort of like like nudge ourselves a little more fully in each direction. Lend ourselves a little fir- full more fully in the hungering and thirsty Like, how do we really want this what we're doing here how, like wh- what are the ways in which we're not there yet we're not where we want to be as a community we're not we're not as maybe our, or maybe our ties with one another aren't as um, as real and and deep um, as we want them to be um, maybe our uh, our hunger for bringing what we're doing here into the world isn't as, the hunger pangs aren't sharp enough. And then I think if we do that, if we get more in touch with that, what I hope, and I think what Jesus is saying is, I think we can maybe hopefully start to notice the ways we're already doing that better too. And so that the kind of chill, like here we are together, we can kind of like see them better. Like the, sh- the hunger, the sharpness of the hunger pangs Sort of has focused our attention, so we like see what's already there better, and we're good. Um, that's basically what I want to say. Oh, one last thing. I was reading Saint Teresa of Avila recently. She's this amazing and super crazy Christian mystic um, from Spain. We're talking about uh, I love we're talking about Catholicism. I love these crazy Catholic mystics. Um, but she has this work called The Interior Castle. Uh, that's all about the metaphor of like the, uh, the, the soul, our soul is a castle with many rooms. Um, and uh, her vision of getting closer to the divine is, um, it's really fascinating, kind of a mind trip. It's like, she, she's this, we have this huge castle in ourselves, that's our soul, but it's unexplored. We haven't gone into it. We're kind of here on the outside of it, on the out, like the, the castle gardens busy with our li- external lives. And uh, deep inside the castle, all the way at the inner room, so as you go in, you sort of of go in the first room, and that's like kind of the beginnings of prayer, the sort of different stages of prayer and contemplation and self-knowledge. It's going into the self. But if you go all the way into the center, the sort of center chamber, that's where God lives. That's God's room. And that's like, she describes it as, um, sometimes as uh, like a sun. There's like this, like, bright burning hot sun that's in the middle of your soul. Uh, But that, because there's so many rooms here between your sort of awareness and where it is, the light doesn't get out. Or like this fresh spring, um, this like source of clear, pure water uh, that we could be nourished by, but we're not. And she talks about hunger and being thirsty for that water, being like desperately achingly full of desire for the, Light that's in that room in the middle, um, but the room's already inside of you. So, what you're full of desire because you're not there yet. What you want so badly—it's like God's love, God's presence, God's light. Like it's in it's in you. It's not like you are God or it's easy. But the idea is that maybe the maybe thinking about it that way. Um, okay. Can make the process a little bit uh, easier or more possible. Um, So we feel this hunger and thirst, but uh, it's not like we're in a desert and we don't know if it's ever gonna, you know, if we're ever gonna get there. Okay, that's it. So what I wanted uh, to ask uh, the group is, uh, or like sort of not specific questions, but fruit for conversation is like, do you feel? Where do you sort of feel on this weird continuum of like going with the flow, a sort of meekness, or uh, a s- sort of like uh, hungering and thirsting for, for things to be different? And can you see ways where uh, maybe like moving, like pushing pushing yourself further in one direction, could actually help you be better at both? Um, I mean, so it's Valentine's Day, and I was thinking like, how can I this Valentine's Day? I, I have, um, so I'm like very, uh, um, like very grateful um, to have found someone to be with, to spend my life with, but I have spent a lot of my life um, thinking about uh, how how annoying it is, this wisdom that's like you have to love yourself before you can find someone else, or like this kind of like um, just the secret to finding true love is to like somehow not want it. Do you know what I mean? Like that sometimes that's advice like, oh if you're just like chill and happy with like who you are then like magically the perfect person is gonna pop up out of thin air or something like that. And I, I mean that's a that's that's a, I wonder how that maps onto this. like. Um, but it seems to me that the way to find love or find someone else, if that's what one's looking for, um, is not to stop wanting it, right? Um, Is there a way to feel the want even more while also feeling okay with where one is? I don't know. That could be a a thing to think about. Um, Discuss. Thank you.